Welcome into another edition of the Doug Russell Podcast. Glad to have you with us. It is, as I record this, June 27th, 2023. If you've been listening to 97.3 The Game or probably just about any other talk, uh, spoken word, as we like to say in the, the radio business, any talk station around the state of Wisconsin today, you've probably at least heard once or twice that this today, June 27th, is the 10-year anniversary of the Milwaukee Bucks drafting Giannis Adetokounmpo. So with that anniversary, and if you didn't hear it, well, you're hearing it now for the first time, I suppose. So I want to go back into the Wayback Machine and just kind of bring you to that day. I was at the Cousin Center uh, when the draft was going on. I was covering the draft for WTMJ Radio at the time. Uh, I also was there the next day interviewing Giannis. Now, that was on the podcast a couple of days ago, and we played that back on this past week Friday as part of the Mike Heller Show. You can find it here on the Doug Russell Podcast I think it was two episodes ago. It was hour number one. It was the end of hour number one. So if you want to go back and listen to my first ever interview with Giannis, it was only about three minutes long. But quite honestly, his English wasn't very good at that time either. So uh, I wanted to give you a little bit more long form of kind of what uh, then Bucks general manager John Hammond had to say about Giannis, what then Bucks coach Larry Drew had to say about Giannis, and uh, also want to hear from Giannis himself. At his news conference, we heard the interview, but I also want you to hear him uh, at his news conference the next day at the Bradley Center. So a couple of Wayback Machines uh, there that we're operating with today. So after the pick was made. With the 15th pick in the 2013 NBA draft, the Milwaukee Bucks select Giannis this was that night, just, I don't know, I think this was less than an hour after the selection was made. This was Bucks, then Bucks general manager John Hammond sitting next to him. The newly minted, the newly named, we didn't know it was only going to be for one season and 15 wins, but the uh, newly named head coach of your Milwaukee Bucks, Larry Drew. John, if I may, right here. Um, obviously, the charge is to win right away. It would seem that this, again, is a pick for the future. Would that mean that there would be a lot of wheeling and dealing or at the attempt to do so in terms of continuing to build your roster for the upcoming season? No, look, they, they, uh, they sometimes they don't have to go hand in hand. Um, in the draft, if you look and you say, we're, we're committed. We're committed to taking the best player on the board. I really think, I really think this is a guy that, um, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know how we acquire players like a player of this kind of ability, of this kind of um, uh, of uh, potential ability that he has. I mean, this kid is uh, he's 18 years old. He's not going to be 19 till December. Um, he's uh, six foot nine. Uh, I, I don't know how much bigger he's going to get. He has a tremendous skill set. Um, he loves to handle the ball. He's a, he his favorite thing is to grab it off the glass take it himself in transition, and he has an am uh, amazing vision. Um, he shoots the ball well. He, everything is going to come easier for him as he keeps working. But, uh, you know, I, I know we're all giddy. You know, we're all giddy. Everybody's giddy on draft night. And, and I, I think, I hope that um, you would, you haven't heard me say very often. I, I remember what, like when we drafted Brandon, we did say that, you know, he, we said we know he has all-star speed and quickness. That's all we said. And I, I do think, 
and I don't think we've, we made a habit of saying this sort of thing, but I do think this kid has potential all-star talent. I, I really believe that he has that. Um, and it's going to take some work, but he loves the game. He plays extremely hard. Um, his, he's got four brothers. He's got an older brother, two little brothers. They just live in a gym. And um, I know he has a real passion for the game, and I know he wants to be great. Uh, Two-part question, John. Um, number one, how NBA-ready do you believe he is, as in when can he come in and make a real contribution to the Bucks? And number two, what position do you project him playing? He's listed as a guard forward. How NBA-ready do you think he is? <laughs> no, no. It's, 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 look, he is – you'll see him. You'll see him tomorrow. He's, uh, he's in New York, as you saw, and he's going he's gonna to come over here tomorrow for, for a press conference. And you'll see him and that he is thin. There's no doubt about that. He's uh, a very slight built, but uh, um, he, he's going to fill out just with natural maturation. And, um, you know, Larry and I have been talking about this and watching him. If you watched him, you could see, I think, from an offensive, an offensive end of the, of the floor, I think he, can, he could find a way to be on the floor right now at 19 years old and play defensively because his position, I think he's got to be a small forward. Um, and defensively, probably with a lack of strength, he is going to have probably some issues to deal with there. And, you know, I think Larry could address that as a coach that maybe we, maybe we try to help him a little bit on the defensive end if he, if he does get on the floor. Yeah, I think, um, <clears throat> you know, one, one of the things that, um, you know, draft time is like one of my favorite, favorite times of the, you know, of the NBA season. Um, you know, one, I don't get a chance to, to follow kids as closely as I would like to. Um, once the season's over with, then I can kind of really dive into, um, you know, who the potential prospects will be. Um, to be perfectly honest, um, I had never heard of him. I had never heard of him. And uh, the one thing I wanted to do in being here as the head coach of the Milwaukee Bucks, I wanted to really dive into the draft and really get a feel for these, these guys who are going to be potential, you know, candidates. And I remember just watching this kid and just, just watching his games. And, and, and for me, it's to look at his skill level. And I remember watching him the first day and just seeing where this kid was, uh, his skill level. His, his skill level is it is it's pretty amazing. I mean, a kid this, this young, uh, physically, he is not, um, you know, it's not a very strong kid, but I'm talking about skills. I'm talking about his ability to get in between those lines and do things. This kid has it. And just sitting with John yesterday, I was just shaking my head. And I said, John, he would not be there at 15. He won't be there. I am really excited about, about, about getting this kid. I really am. And I think the city of Milwaukee should be excited as well. When we talk about taking who we feel is the best player at that particular time, I think we took the best player. This kid has a chance to be very, very special. At 6'9", he handles the ball. He sees the floor. Um, he, he, he does defend. He's very, very rangy at 6'9", just watching a 6'9 guy pick the basketball up full court and moving his feet. He's been, he's been taught uh, 
he's been taught some defense over, over, over his years since he's been on the floor because he, he gets down in a stance, he moves his feet. Um, he's just a, he's, he's a, he's a kid and you can tell he really wants to learn, um, but he works hard. He works extremely hard, but just watching him and again, watching his skill level, the plays that he makes and getting the ball off the glass and pushing it the length of the floor and finding people. Um, he, he is going to be, he's going to be something special. Yeah, he, we have some work to do with him, no doubt about it. You know, we've got to get him stronger. We got to get him adjusted to playing against stronger guys. Um, but I really think this kid, I really think this kid will be a, I think he'll be a player who will, um, he'll learn fast. You know, he wants to, you know, he wants to, he wants to prove that he can get better. And this is, this is really, again, just looking at where we were selecting and asking ourselves, who is the best player at skill level? Who is the best, to me, hands down, is this kid here? And we, we made the decision. Uh, some uh, NBA scouts have told me he's a poor man's version of Kevin Durant. Do you kind of buy that at his age? Well, I'm not going. I won't. I won't I'm not saying he's Kevin Durant. A yeah. Man's what, I, what, what I would say, and I, and I think uh, I think uh, you know one of the reasons why they why he may say that is we know with the ball in Cage in Durant's hand, you know he's you know he just makes plays whether he scores or whether he makes his teammates better. This kid is built like him, mm-hmm. long arms, big hands, and when you watch him move up and down the floor, you'll see some resemblance. You know, no, he's not there yet. We we can't put that kind of pressure on this kid. He has a lot of work to do. We have a lot of work to do with him, which we will. But when you look at him, you you know, again, you look at the build, you look at the the the, the long arms, the way he moves up and down the floor. He this kid is a, you know, very, again, he's very skilled. Was he a clear cut choice, in, in your opinion, at that spot? Well, at that spot again, our, we were going to take what we thought was the best available player. And as it got closer and closer to, to number 15, as far as our selection, um, it, was, it was pretty unanimous amongst the group that this kid was, uh, he was our choice. We're over here, John. Um, first, does he have a nickname yet to make it easier on, on the naming aspect? And second, with as young as he is, how do you balance the excitement over his skill level with the desire to not put too much on him too quickly? Yeah, you know, I, I, the only nickname I've saw, right? You guys have seen the same one. I, I saw someone wrote the Greek freak. I, I, I don't know who did that. <laughs> but, but when he started blowing up in this draft, draft process, I did see that. Just because of the freakish abilities that he, that he really does have, I'm assuming that's why that was written. But um, I wouldn't call him that. Um, <laughs> but, I, but, yeah, he's going to come up with something. I did a come boo, so he's probably going to be boo, bow, something at the end. I'm sure probably very some, something very uh, simple. But um, he's kind of a gregarious kid. He, uh, he, he, uh, you can see it on the floor, the way he plays. I spent a couple of days and watched him practice. And he just loves the game. He just loves to be out there. And, and, he, and he enjoys himself. And he's got a great smile and a great-looking kid and, um, and a great skill set. You know, and look, it's, it's important for us that – there is. There is a real transition period for him. You're talking about a kid. He's only been out of the country one time, and that was just a matter of a few weeks ago when he played with the Greek national team. So 
a large transition is going to take place for him. Um, and he wants to have his family here with him. And uh, I think that would be very, very important if that does happen. Hopefully that can happen, and we're going to work hard to have that happen. And they're, in, they're already in the works of having that happen. But, um, you know, we, we do have to be careful with him. But, you know, the, easier said than done. I understand this. This is, this is from the coach's seat, not my seat. But, you know, the sooner we can get him on the floor, the better it's going to be. Um, and because he wants to be here, and, you know, I, I don't think it's, you know, who knows. You look and say, is it like a D-League type situation? I, I, I hope not. You know, the best thing to do is just keep him right here with us, keep him around us, be around NBA players, be around NBA games, be around NBA travel, everything that, 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 that is a part of that, and just let him grow, let him develop. If he hits, this kid could be special. When you look at the mental side of the game, and you just talked about and touched on some of it as well, but you know this is still an 18-year-old kid. So, from a coaching standpoint, what are the keys to helping that transition be as smooth as possible and help him develop not just as a basketball player, but again as as a young man who's making a, a huge transition overall? Well, I think one of the most important things that we're going to have to do as an as an organization, um, on and off the floor, is we're going to have to be patient with him. Um, he is still a you know he's still a young kid. Um, at 18, you know, turned 19, I believe, in, in December. I mean, I have a 19-year-old kid. Uh, I, I know the importance of having to be patient with, uh, you know, with a, with, a, with a young kid. You're talking about a kid that has never, uh, I think he's only left the country one time, and now he's getting ready to embark on something that uh, certainly it has to be overwhelming, um, you know, to go from, where he was um, as a basketball player, as a person, to now he's, uh, he's, he's on the big stage. And uh, the last thing that we can do is, is, is lose patience with him. We're going to have to really uh, be patient with him, um, as I mentioned, on and off the floor. Um, as, as he goes through this transition, you know, we're going to have to, you know, we're going to have to help him along. Um, this kid is a, a, you know, he's in a situation that, that certainly, I think a kid who, who goes through four years of college, when they get to this point, they're overwhelmed with. So there's certainly going to have to be some, some patience on our, on our behalf, and, and we're going to have to, um, as I said before, on and off the floor, we're going to have to, you know, assist in it. Last question, Charles. John, did you? Um, Just two-parter. Uh, in December, why did he take off? Why did he come into your view? And then talk about were you in Athens or what when you just saw him uh, most recently? Yeah, he, uh, um, you know, there are no secrets in the NBA. And, you know, no, it doesn't matter. I, we always talk about whether it be at the collegiate level. You can be at a major NCAA Division One school or NAI school. If you can play, people know where you're at. And so, this kid just kind of blew up um, mid-season, and people started talking about this kid in Greece, this young kid in Greece, and all the talent and the ability that he had. So we all flocked over to, to see him. Um, when I was there, I was probably there with uh, five or six other NBA teams at that time watching him. And uh, so we're all looking, about, looking and, and seeing the same thing. And, um, um, you know, uh, I, I, I do want to say this, like when you talk about like um, the the comparisons between like a, a poor man's Kevin Durant, you know, I, I will say this, there were safer picks on the board for us. There's no question there were safer picks, but nothing with this kind of upside, nothing close to this. Um, 
I think that's, that's, that's the real key component of what we have here. You know, how are we going to get, who's our next all-star? And I, I don't want to put that on this kid's shoulder, but I think, you know, he has, he has that skill set to become that if it all falls together for him. Were you expecting or hoping at all with this first pick to get some clarity in your backcourt? And where do you go from, from here on the backcourt? Well, and that, that was it. That's what we talked about. That was the safer picks. And, you know, we liked some of those players. Um, I, I don't want to start naming names, but those guys are surely off the board right now. And, um, you know, when, when those guys went off the board, we, that was like, you know, we'd say that's a great get for that team. That's a great get for that team, the teams that have, have those needs. Um, you know, that we'll answer that question for agency. That's what we're going to have to do. We understand that. Um, and once again, if it were about, if we're about taking, if we're about need, if we're about need and being safe, we take the backcourt pick. That wasn't about this. This was about taking the best player on the board. All right, Bucks general manager, then Bucks general manager John Hammond and coach Larry Drew. The next day, the next morning, after Giannis had flown, I wouldn't say all night, it's not that long of a flight from New York City, but after flying for a couple of hours from New York City in the overnight hours to Milwaukee, Giannis had a chance to sit down at the Bradley Center, and I was in the room as well, but this was the news conference of Giannis Adetokounmpo, the newest member of the Milwaukee Bucks 10 years ago, I guess tomorrow, 10 years ago, on June 28th. Appreciate uh, everyone being here this morning. Um, we had a, we feel like we had a very good night last night. Um, you know, when we always talk about this, you've heard me say this before. You know, we uh, we walk out of the um, facility last night at whatever time it was, twelve thirty, one o'clock in the morning, and then that um, moment of silence hits you in the car by yourself, and you have a little feeling of anxiety and what happened, but. I tell you, it, it, I became very peaceful real quick, knowing that we drafted these two guys. Um, talked to you a little bit last night about Giannis and what we think, um, who he is today and what he can become. Um, we think we have a really, really special piece here moving forward, and, and um, we're really excited about that. And, and to get Nate in the second round, we always say this, so pardon me for saying it, but I'm going to say it again. He's a guy that we had on the board as a first-round pick, and uh, there was others probably in the same category. Other teams are saying the same thing about their second-round pick, but um, um, we're really excited to have Nate, you know, to have a big guard. He's a six-foot-four. Six-four? About, yeah. <laughs> six-four. So they say six-five. He looks more like six-four to me, but a six-four point guard. You know, he scored, he scored at South Dakota State because his team needed him to do that. But one thing he knows is he has a, uh, he has a great feel for the game and a great knowledge in how to play the game. I told Giannis, you know, when we picked him up at the airport, and I told him he met Nate, they arrived similar times, close to each other. And I said, you know, the interesting thing to me about this draft is the two guys we drafted, that they both, what they both do best is pass. They're both excellent passers. And, you know, always, they always categorize people if you, you know, like they talk about guys that know how to play. You know, if you know how to catch and pass and you have a good feel for the game, that's how you describe guys like that, that they know how to play. And I can tell you, both these guys know how to play. They've got a great feel for the game. So um, it isn't interesting. You know, you said here, I was thinking about that this morning, looking at standing with each other in the airport. And I looked, looked down that uh, um, baggage claim concourse, and they were standing together, and I thought, man, isn't it interesting the parallels in life from these two guys sitting here together, and uh, now they're going to be as one. 
I told Nate there's probably going to be many times a season, many times a season, where, you know, maybe he'll be getting ready to get on the bus or getting off the plane or walking in the arena. He'll be like, hey, Giannis, let's go. You know, that's, that's, they're, they're going to be quite a team, and they'll spend a lot of time together. But uh, I think two great guys, and we're really excited to have both of them. I'll stop. Can I can I uh, just have Giannis take one second and maybe uh, um, say hello and and maybe introduce some people that are with him before he start the questions? Okay. First of all, I want to introduce my brother, Thanasis, my agent, Joros Panu, and Alex Haratis. And I want to thank my family for all the support they gave me all these years. You know, my mother, my brother, my father. My coaches, you know, my team. That was wonderful. I just want him to make the introduction. So, sorry, go ahead, Charles. Very good. Uh, Charles Gardner from Milwaukee Journal Sentinel, and welcome both of you guys uh, to Milwaukee. And uh, I guess my first question for Giannis, Giannis, just take us through what you expected in the draft, and was this like anything you expected? Did you? expect to go this high, and also what what you're hoping to accomplish as a rookie in the NBA? Um, you know, we worked we work very hard to get to, into the draft. My agent worked very hard. We do a lot of job. A lot of, a lot of scouts come in Greece, you know. Plenty of training and stress a little bit. You know? <laughs> But now, no, I'm very excited to get uh, drafted at number 15 of the first first round. You no, know? and I will give my I will give 100% for for the team. And when the coach called me to play, I will give everything the court, You know. Giannis Dennis Krause from Time Warner Cable Sports Channel. What will be the more uh, intimidating challenge? The basketball part or the cultural part? In the beginning, no, it would be the culture, no, for sure, because I, I live in Greece for 18 years. You know, I, I never leave the country. It would be a little bit difficult, but I will have my family together with me, and be easy. Uh, Doug Russell with WTMJ Radio. Welcome to both of you. Giannis, a question for you about Greece. How popular is the NBA in Greece? What do you know about this league? Uh, and, and how much of the NBA did you watch? Uh, NBA, I think, in all the parts of the world, is popular, you know. In Greece, it's too, too, too much popular, you know. And a lot of people watch, you know, you know TV, Greece, it's a channel. And that, that. Yeah, that's good. Giannis Lance Allen from WTMJ. Um, in this day and age, most people have seen maybe a tiny bit of you, but you're still a little bit of a great unknown. Maybe people have just seen some YouTube clips or whatever. Yeah. Uh, what, what do you bring to the table? And I understand you did play some point guards, so are you that skilled at handling the ball and, and doing what you do? Yeah, I can play in the in the position, the point guard position. But I can handle the ball, you know, very pretty well. But the team that 
the thing that make me special in the game is what I'm unselfish point guard. You no, know, pass the ball to my teammates, and when the team need to score, I'm there to score. I'm going to have the coach comment on his ability to play the point guard too. So we got to get some clear, but everything is good. Go ahead. Well, coach. I think from a, you know, from a point guard standpoint, I think uh, in watching uh, Jonas play, I think you would probably classify him more as a point forward, with his size, uh, his ability to take the ball off the glass and and move in the in the open floor. Um, I, I was very very um, shocked in, in watching uh, watching his games and. Just how well he moved um, with the basketball in his hand, um, and, and just to comment on on um, you know his ability to pass the ball. Um, he he he's a he's he's a terrific passer. Um, he's a very unselfish passer, which makes him uh, makes him very I think make him very unique. Um, I, I got a chance to you know to to watch quite a bit of him uh, after. Um, hearing so much about him, and um, you know, a, a guy that size, a guy who handles the ball that well, um, he has the ability to play on the top of the floor. Um, he has the ability to, to 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 run a fast break because he's a he's he's a uh, he's he's a terrific passer. You know, he makes plays, he makes his teammates better, and and he's a you know when you find that combination of um, having the ability to. To, to, to maneuver in the open floor and to make the right plays, um, you know, it's it's a it's a very unique talent. Um, I, I think you know both of these gentlemen sitting up here are, are two guys that are really going to help our ball club. Um, I've I heard a lot about um, heard a lot about Nate as well. Um, I you know watched a lot of his games as well and 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 just seeing how how unselfish he is and how hard he plays and how he. You know, he's, these are these are two type guys that teammates enjoy playing with, and, and that's something that um, you know we talk about building a a culture around here. We talk about um, establishing a brand around here. You know, we're going to be a very very unselfish ball club, and these two gentlemen sitting at this table are really going to really going to enhance what we what we're going to be about. Great. Uh, Nate, what about you? Uh, were you surprised to fall down where you did when then all the trades and moves and everything yesterday? What was that like for you last night? Yeah, I mean, it was a, a pretty wide-open draft, I think. So I think my range was uh, pretty wide, and I really didn't know what to expect. But uh, in those crazy couple of minutes, I didn't really know where I was going. <laughs> but I'm sure glad it was the Milwaukee Bucks, and I think it's a great fit, and I'm really looking forward to helping them out. And I forgot to introduce myself. For Drew Wagner, AP, I have a coach for Larry, too. What do you feel like you need to work with these guys over the summer the most before you can start getting ready for camp and things like that? Well, first of all, both guys are, are, are moving to the, you know the next level, and the next level is, is a you know it's a transition period. Um, they've got a lot to learn about the NBA lifestyle. Uh, Jonas has has to you know he has to get uh, stronger. He has to get adjusted. Uh, um, you know, being being over here, as he mentioned, he's been in Greece for 18 years. This is a, a big change for an 18-year-old kid. Um, you know, we were talking last night, John and I, and trying to imagine. I mean, I have a, you know, I have a 19-year-old son who, um, if he, you know, had to leave the states and go and play in Europe, um, 
you know, I, I know just from a from a parent standpoint how how much that would weigh on me as a dad. Um, so, you know, coming here is going to be a big it's going to be a big adjustment. Um, you know, the basketball part. You know, we're going to do all the things necessary to 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 give both guys uh, an opportunity to um, become better basketball players. And 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 both guys are, are tremendous workers. So. Um, we'll we'll take the time and we'll do all the things necessary to to make sure that we do the things that uh, allow these guys to be in the best uh, possible position to succeed. Their talents are, are are you know the talent is there. You know it's just adjusting to the NBA lifestyle. It's adjusting to the NBA game. Um, and as I said, we will do everything uh, necessary to make sure we try to put these gentlemen in the best. Uh, possible position to be successful. I, th I think we mentioned it last night too. I believe we did, but if not, um, when we talk about summer development, that Giannis will not play summer league with us. He has responsibilities with the Greek national team. So, um, if that wasn't mentioned, no, that was going to be my question. And John, can you address that? I mean, is would you obviously you'd like to have him in summer league? Uh, I take it to start getting to work with him some more. Um, but this is something you knew, or how do you see this, I guess? Yeah, we, we knew that going in, and it's, uh, it's something that happens. Look, when you're dealing with international players of, I think, of this magnitude, especially, I think, what his importance, especially moving forward with the Greek national team, um, we knew this. And, um, of course, you know, it would be nice if he were here, but it's not like he's uh, not going to be sitting around doing nothing. He's going to be developing his game, getting better, playing with uh, – with very good players, and uh, his game will continue to grow this summer. So he'll be here as soon as he can. It wasn't a moment that many Bucks fans had anticipated, but it was one that David Stern had to have been dreading. With the 15th pick in the 2013 NBA Draft, the Milwaukee Bucks select Giannis Adetokounmpo. Uh, come again? Giannis Adetokounmpo. It's a difficult name to pronounce, even for the man who drafted the newest Milwaukee Buck. After the draft, probably 11.30, I said to Dan Smichek, I said, Dan, can you forward that pronunciation to me? Yeah, so, um, we're doing our best. But here he is. Giannis Adetokounmpo. What? You didn't think I was going to try to tackle that yet, did you? Nevertheless, he is the newest Milwaukee Buck and a total blank slate, someone that fans will probably take the cue from the rest of us and just call him... Giannis? Yeah, I think I can handle that. So, Giannis, um... Adetokounmpo. Thanks. We'll just stick with Giannis for now. Baby steps. Giannis, a virtual unknown with a lot of learning, but a ton of potential, say the scouts, in an NBA draft from last week that was said to be short on stars. Giannis is just 18, the youngest player in the draft, and until a couple of weeks ago, had never left the homeland that his parents immigrated to, Greece. It's my first time in the United States. I feel very excited to be in the United States, see New York, and I'm very happy. And he should be, considering that he can finally provide a way for his family to escape the poor neighborhood that he and his brothers grew up in back home in Athens. But it is a fair question. How can anyone be expected to handle such a radical culture shock and then go to work and do his job? It's difficult. It's very, very difficult, you know, Doug. And I don't want to keep saying the basketball 
being on the floor between the lines is easy part but to a certain extent it will be it's can he handle everything else that goes along with you know getting to the floor that's bucks general manager john hammond one of the things that Giannis has already undertaken is trying to learn as much english as he can He's only been speaking the language for about a year. I don't know many things, but I'm going to learn everything, you know. Day by day, I'm going to learn everything. When I come here in Milwaukee, with my family, we're going to learn everything. Which is an important reason Giannis was drafted in the first place. What Hammond saw on a scouting trip that didn't have anything to do with his skills on the court. He's practicing with his brother on the same team, and he has two other little brothers running around the gym. And you can see this small gym that was their club gym in, in, in Athens it was their home. And next thing you know, on day two, I look up and I see the mother and father sitting in the stands. I just thought, man, like, what a neat family group they have. And I can see the love that he has for his brother and his brother for him. And they'll all be coming to America and not just for basketball. We're going to have a better life, you know. It's coming here from Greece. My brother will go better school. And then they'll help Giannis adjust to life in the NBA and life in their new home here in Milwaukee. With the Bucks. I'm Doug Russell, WTMJ Sports. All right, that's it for this edition of the Doug Russell Podcast. Hope you enjoyed it. We'll talk to you next time.